BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. Wow, we have a really fun episode today with Mouse and Ryan from the podcast Guys Next Door, which you should totally check out if you haven't heard of already. And before we get into that, I'm just going to answer a few of your questions. I can't believe this is the last episode before it's 2021. Like that is crazy. And with the new year coming up, I just feel like there's so much that we need to think about. And, you know, there's just so much hope for things to be better and for Corona to be over. I know, you know, tons of people who have been getting the vaccine and hopefully that continues and everyone gets it if they can, if they are open to it and we can go back to normal life. So feeling hopeful for that. In terms of like mentally preparing for the new year, I feel like it's important to not stress about, first of all, don't stress about New Year's plans. I don't think there's anybody who is doing anything so exciting this New Year's. I think that it's about being with the ones that we love who are in our pod and just being able to, you know, really figure out what's important in your life. I feel like in a year like this one, it's really important and so great that we were able to see kind of who matters to us and who doesn't matter to us as much. Because you know that if you kept in touch in the pandemic, then they matter to you. And if you didn't, um, probably not so much. It's so crazy. So my first date with my boyfriend was January 18th, 2020. So our one year anniversary is coming up, which is just absolutely nuts. Like I can't fathom that. I feel like you guys even probably, you know, secondhand are shocked by that. You're like, you just met him yesterday. Like I feel that way. Um, it's been the fastest year ever, but we got through it. And if you're listening to this today, um, you know, you're alive and hopefully healthy. And that's really amazing. Somebody asked their significant others being moody. They're getting a pet together. Oh, oh, sorry. These are three different topics they want to talk about. Significant other being moody. Um, yeah, that's really tough. I would say if that's something that continues and they're like, they're always moody, I would suggest therapy or possibly looking into like, you know, um, SSRIs, like anti-anxiety, antidepressants. Maybe there's something else going on. 
I would have an open conversation like, hey, I've noticed that you've been having more mood swings than usual or like, I just want to make sure everything's okay. You know, it's very possible they're depressed. It's also possible it's a side effect of the fact that we're in a pandemic. So I'd be, you know, tolerant of that. Getting a pet together, not something I would suggest. I feel like for me personally, I only want to get a pet once I have kids and a family. But I think if you do decide to get a pet, um, you have to figure out who's going to keep the pet if, God forbid, you break up. Like, you can't just assume that you're getting a pet together and you're going to live the rest of your happy lives. Like, things happen, shit happens, and you don't want to put that pet in a bad situation. One significant other gets way better gifts than the other. Red flag. Um, I would say depends what you mean by better. Like, are they better quality? Are they more expensive? Are they more in line with the other person really wants? I feel like this could be an eye opener that one person isn't making the effort to really know the other person and like anticipate what they might want which could have a bigger meaning of, you know, what's really going on? Like, why don't they know this person as well as the other person knows them? A lot of people are asking, um, new job in New York City, should I wait to move? I think you should move as soon as possible. I feel like rent is going to go back up, but right now it's reasonable. So get to New York City and sign that lease with cheaper rent as soon as you can. I don't even, it's not even cheaper because nothing in New York City is cheap. But that's my advice. I'm not a realtor, real estate person, but I feel like now is like, there's no better time than now. How to filter out weird guys or guys you don't click with before meeting them for a hinge date. I say this all the time, but you need to do your research. Like look them up on Facebook, look them up on Instagram, Google them if you can, ask mutual friends, like do the research. Breaking up with your therapist and what to say. For me, when I broke up with my therapist, I actually didn't give like a whole speech and like an anti-ghost text to my therapist. And instead I was just like, I'm going to let you know when I want to make a new session. And so that way it was like the ball was in my court to let her know. And if I didn't let her know, then I think she knew that we weren't, you know, going, moving forward. I, I don't think that that's necessarily the best advice. I think if you're able to say like, Hey, I really like got so much out of this. I think now it's time for me to like close this chapter and open up another one. Um, and see what else is is there for me. And because of you, I'm able to do that and to have this conversation now. Like make sure you're giving them credit because it's usually, you know, like credit to them because you've like outgrown them as a therapist in a, in a good way. Friend broke up with their ex four years ago. Can I take her out if I vibe with her? Friend would get mad. If your friend would get mad and you know that, I would have a conversation with this friend first and also like try to think to yourself how meaningful this friendship is to you. And so if that's, if it's not a friendship that you care about, then go for it. But also keep in mind, there's like, you know, millions of other people in the world. The only thing possibly better than having clear skin is having amazing hair. I feel like hair gets really underestimated a lot. And 
it is so important to have nice hair, nice smelling hair, and just hair that you love. Because obviously, like self-love comes from within, but it really doesn't hurt to also like what you see on the outside, especially when you're being good to your body and good to your hair. And I feel like it's so important to realize that most of the shampoos and conditioners that you find in a drugstore have sulfates and terrible, horrible ingredients that are just not good for your hair. Once I started using Function of Beauty, I saw results almost immediately. All I did was I went on their website and took a four-part hair quiz and just like told them a little bit about my goals for what I want my hair to look like and how I want it to be thicker and how I want it to have more body. And then all of a sudden I got a little delivery of a gorgeous personalized shampoo and conditioner and hair mask right to my door in a customized bottle that literally says function of Linny. Like how cute is that? I'm obsessed. And it's the colors that I want and love green and purple because they're really cute together. It's kind of like Barney. And it smells amazing because I chose the scent, which was rose, which is my personal favorite. And I think that you should also stop using shampoo and conditioner from the drugstore. Like be better to yourself. It's almost 2021 and you can't joke around anymore. So I don't know what you're waiting for. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash Acme, take your quiz and save 20% on your first hair care order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash Acme. That way you can let them know that you heard about it from our show and you can get 20% off your hair care order. Functionofbeauty.com slash Acme. Check it out. Someone said, do you ever get tempted slash want to drink or smoke again? I actually don't. I am very lucky, knocking on wood here, that I actively kind of like am connected to, you know, ways to and sober friends and sober people. Um, I, I don't really get tempted. I have to be honest with you. Like I see, I almost like am kind of, I don't like the smell of weed anymore. So like that's enough to keep me to not want to smoke. Every now and then, maybe if someone's like on an edible and enjoying it or like eats a chocolate mushroom, I'll be like, oh, that would be fun. But I always think of how it would play out. And I'm like, okay, well, I would do that. And then I'd want to do this. And then I'd want to do that. And like, it's never just anything in moderation for me. And I think that's what's so important. Why men ghost after four to five dates? The same reason they ghost after one date or nine dates. They're just not interested. So don't waste another moment thinking about them. Um, Does one-sided chemistry exist on dates? Totally. I felt like when I was dating, I was such a good faker. I always made someone believe that we had chemistry and then was so not into it. Probably because like I'm a Libra and I try to be charming, but it definitely is a thing. It's very real. And that's why the follow-up is really the only way to know how a date actually went. And so I think that's really important to note how to not fall into the pattern of mommying your boyfriend, like home chores and stuff. This is tough because you want them to contribute, but you don't want to be naggy and you definitely don't want to mommy them. I think you can say to them in an adult voice, like, hey, you know, like for example, today I went out and got some groceries, but then there were things that I couldn't find at the store I was at. So 
I had a conversation with my boyfriend about him getting the other things from Whole Foods and it was a conversation and then he did it. And then I showed how appreciative I was of him doing it. So I think you just have to be like, they're not a mind reader. They're not going to know that you want them to do the dishes. They're not going to know, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so I think you have a conversation, not like a naggy mommy conversation, but like, Hey, can you get the dishes this time? Like I'm jumping in a meeting or like, I love your shoes, but don't want them, but don't want to see them in this corner every time, you know, like it's a fine line. I think if they interpret you telling them to do things that are normal and necessary to do when you live with someone as mommying and as nagging, that that's more reflective of like who they are and their maturity, which doesn't really exist if they're acting that way and different love languages between partners and how to deal. I think you just need to, um, you know, bring it up what your love language is because most of the time our partners don't know. And if you feel like they're not fulfilling it, let's say your love language is gifts. You can be like, when you get me flowers or when you get me a nice pair of gloves, like it means so much to me because I'm thinking about the fact that you thought about me when you got me this gift. And that means so much to me. And it's something that really shows me how much you love me and how much you care, you know, like that whole spiel. I'm going to answer one more question. How to make sure 2021 is a million times better than 2020? That's a great question to end it off. I think that you just have to have a positive mindset because everything starts with your attitude and, you know, set little goals for yourself, not like New Year's resolutions that you can't keep, but little goals, like try to do something every day that is good for your mental health. Or, you know, if you've been single and it's been depressing for you and miserable, like use this year to get yourself back out there and to do the work on yourself, to be in a place where you can find someone like where you're someone that someone great wants to date. I feel like that's such a big thing. Like, so many people will date and be like, why don't they like me? It's like, well, what are you bringing to the table? So make sure that you're bringing something great and then you'll probably attract something great. And now I'm going to play the episode for you. I hope you like it. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be here with Ryan and Mouse from Guys Next Door podcast. What's going on, guys? Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What is up? So let's for, for anyone who doesn't know you, get a little background info. We'll start with Ryan. How old are you and where are you from? 31 and I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Nice. Uh, the amazing, beautiful Brooklyn, as you may yeah. know it now. Yeah, my mom's from Brooklyn. It's the best. Um, and good. Mouse, what about you? Same exact age, 31. Um, I was born and raised on Long Island, but I currently reside in Brooklyn, the, the, the most beautiful city in America, on, on the planet. There you go. Say it like Agreed. that. We actually have the same birthday. Same birthday. Oh, really? Yeah, same as that birthday. Stop. That was going to be my next question because we are a little bit into astrology on the podcast. When Ooh. is your birthday? April 15th. Tax day. Two Aries. Wow. Yep. Uh, I was born in the morning. He was born at night. Yeah, he's a little older than me. Amazing. <laughs> Wait, and I have to ask, so we're missing Mac, who's the other member of your podcast. What's when's yeah. his birthday? Mac, it, so we're all the 15th. So Bro, we're, we're April 15th and he's July 15th. And we're yeah. all 31. Yeah. Wow. That's so much connection right there. 
know. Yeah, that, that, that's that's like kind of like the the backstory of the podcast. Like <laughs> literally, like we all just you know once we all had this conversation, um, you know, shout out to Mac and Ryan. I tell everybody all the time, um, because in this space, I think sometimes people tend to forget the the truth or tend to like discredit it because they don't want to look like oh like. Yeah, I'm the A Mike, but I also was the last person to be brought onto the podcast. Like this was an idea that Mac and Ryan had, and they were like mouse would fit perfect. So we met, we all met up about the show, and then in talking, me and Ryan were like, "What? Your birthday's when?" And then right. me and Mac have been friends for a while. Mac and Ryan have been friends for a for a while, and I don't think any of us caught on that Mac's birthday was July fifteenth, and we were all turning thirty that year. So yeah, that's you know, pretty pod- crazy. Yeah, this podcast is a. Is, I can speak for me, and I know I can speak for Ryan and Mac when I say like this podcast is like a huge part of our like adulthood, our maturation as men, because we literally started it at twenty nine, turning thirty. The only thing better than a gorgeous designer bag is a gorgeous designer bag that you got for a lot less than it sold for. Like, tell me I'm wrong. Try to prove me wrong because I know I'm not. Tradesy is the best online resale marketplace where women buy and sell luxury, luxury designer fashion. You can save up to 90% off retail prices on like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Louboutin, Gucci, Fendi, literally anything that you can dream up you will find on Tradesy. You're shopping new and pre-loved designer handbags, accessories, shoes, and clothing. So whatever you're obsessed with collecting, for me, it can be shoes, it can be bathing suits. That's a whole other issue. And nothing is fake. Every single item on Tradesy is authenticated. So you know that you're always getting what you are paying for or your money back. And they've also got new with tags items. So if you're like, oh my God, I don't want to buy something. You can get an item that's actually new with tags. That's what I did for my amazing Ghani sweater and my Isabel Morant cardigan that I got a lot of compliments from you guys on in my TikTok video. So I think you should try it out. And if you don't like it, they're easy, stress-free returns. So if you're passionate about the planet and sustainability, which I know so many of you are, you're shopping smarter for this stuff at Tradesy and never sacrificing your luxury style. So visit tradesy.com and save $50 on your purchase of $200 or more with the code ACME at checkout. That's tradesy, T-R-A-D-E-S-Y.com and code ACME for $50 off your order of $200 or more. Check it out. I have to ask, do you guys feel like you're similar because you have the same birthday? We have big similarities like huge similarities. But one of the biggest things that aren't similar is Mouse doesn't smoke or drink. So it's kind of like the day and night because Mouse can be be so turned up and I can be so like unbothered Mm -hmm. and I can be so turned up and he can be like so unbothered. But it literally is day and night. His Mm -hmm. time to shine is daytime. Mm -hmm. My time to shine is really nighttime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mouse, is that because you're sober or it's just a life choice? Um, I am. I've never. So I'm super impulsive as I've heard Aries are. So my impulsiveness kind of like keeps me, you know, it kind of keeps me out of trouble because I move on impulse. Right. So if I don't have the if I don't have the impulse, if I don't have the want to do it, I never, I won't do it. Right. Yeah. 
let's just like if I have the impulse to do it, I'm gonna do it. If I have the impulse to say something, I'm gonna say it, which has gotten me into some hot water before. But um, yeah, I've never had the impulse to drink or to smoke ever in life. And you know where we come from, people start drinking at 12. So I've right. been around, and then I was in the military, so I've been around it, and it's never ever once you know caught my eye or made me want to do it. So you know I am sober by choice. Um, but I. It, it's weird, right? And I think I spoke about this on the podcast because it's like when I was like 18, I found out that my my uncle, my mom's brother is a uh, is an alcoholic, like stone cold alcoholic. So maybe mm. that's why, you know, inherently I've never wanted to deal with it. Yeah, that's so smart. It's like when people tell me they've never done coke, it's like, well, don't ever. Like, don't start. <laughs> There's yeah, no right. reason to. I got allergies, so that ain't gonna work in my my plan of life anyway. So I'm good on that. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna just yeah. stick to the uh, the green goodness of weed. <laughs> totally. So and, and it's super funny because yeah. we make all, like I make my money off of like touring and hosting parties and events where Everybody. I'm encouraging people. Yeah, well, I'm encouraging people like, hey, go to the bar, go get a drink, right? Party, have fun. But yeah, I'm I'm good. Ginger ale me up. Yeah, I guess that's why you. he was born the same day, but he was the day and I was born the same day, but at night. Yeah, exactly. You guys are day and night. So, Ryan, what is your current relationship status? I am single. Uh, yeah, that's 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 in a nutshell. It sounds just, like it's complicated, but I'll take no, single. it's actually not complicated at all. It's it's very single. It's there's there's people in my perspective and things that I want in my life that some people can't take i guess mm-hmm. and um i'm just a free person i'm very honest i'm very blunt and if you could deal with it you could deal with it if you can't you can't and and that's how i base my life but eventually somebody would be able to handle it but now it's just it's just me in this free mm-hmm. world and mouse what about you what's your current relationship status uh, it depends on the week <laughs> <laughs> today uh today today we're on good terms so today i'm in a relationship <laughs> <laughs> And is that just like a girlfriend, a boyfriend? Is a girl, it girl, a, girl. A, a wife? No, a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when's her birthday? Uh-oh. August 5th. Yeah, she a Leo. Leo. Yeah, yeah, Leo. When's Love your birthday? It. Are you single? You ask us a lot of questions. Let me ask you some questions. <laughs> well, Let I mean, me this you, is Lindsay. my podcast. Uh, my, birthday's, <laughs> my birthday's September 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes me the opposite of you guys because I'm a Libra. Okay. Is that, a, is that a, what's that mean? The scale, right? Yeah, the balance. Um, L- Libras Wayne. and Aries are opposite. Exactly, Lil Wayne, but I'm like not a real fan of him right now after his shenanigans. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been bugging. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and I have a boyfriend that I live with, so that's my relationship Hey, boyfriend. Yeah. What's up, my boy? <laughs> He's literally going? napping right now in the middle of the day, which I just what's can't it, What's understand. his name? Is his name like Dan? It seems like you have a Dan boyfriend. I think I think she has like a Robert. I don't have a Dan, but you can, I'll give you two more guesses. And then if you don't get it, I'm not going to tell you. Josh. What? Josh. No. Is it a regular name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. I'd say so. I got one. I went to school with some white people. Scott. <laughs> not, not a Scott. Very close. Very close. Stewart. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you got the ST right, but we'll leave it at Stanley. that. Stanley. Man. Stanley. No. Nope. It's not Stewart and it's not, it's not Stan. Stan. Steven. Yep. That's <laughs> the one. That's my middle name. Is it? I think it's a really nice name. Yeah, it is. 
It's a really guy. nice name. It's a good okay. guy. So yeah, good guy. Um, so you guys are guys and yes. we are in need of male perspective on this podcast, mm, which is okay. mostly women who listen. So I'm going to ask you some questions and hopefully you can give me some good answers. So the first one that was like the most asked question is how do you meet guys right now in a pandemic? So how do we meet girls? Open your yeah. Door. So essentially, how are you meeting girls? For girls, how can they meet you? Yeah. If uh, it, oh, go ahead, Ryan. No, for, I mean, for us, it's. I feel like everybody's life is different. It depends on where you put yourself. Like, if you're a social media person, if you're if you're a a, a dating app person, if you're just a. I mean, it's kind of hard to be outside, depending on where you are. But yeah, just it's not that hard. It's 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 really about who do you want to give your time in a in a time like this. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people will waste it, including us. Interesting. How do you know if someone's going to waste your time? You said that so matter of fact, like you're about to waste Cause someone's he being, time. Because he's being shady towards me. He's an asshole. <laughs> 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 Listen, if you you know somebody's about to waste your time, it's, 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 it's red flags, man. This shit ain't as hard. I talk about it, and I think the way I talk about it on our podcast comes across so like abrupt and so like uh, uh, like short because it's like, it's really not this hard. The dating aspect of dating isn't that hard. We make it harder. Like there's a real hard part to dating that we're going to have to deal with, right? But you'll be better in that to deal with it if you don't make the shit that shouldn't be hard, harder, right? The getting to know somebody, picking the right partner, um, paying attention to red flags, making your making your wants known and abiding by them, making sure you're keeping, you know, making sure you're being accountable to yourself first. Yeah. Um, all these things are that's the easy part. This is literally the easiest part, right? And then once you get into a relationship, then like molding and like becoming one with a person and feelings and all that weird shit, that's the hard part. But yeah. we make it so hard to get to that part because we don't we make the easy shit so hard. Like it's not hard to know if the person's gonna waste your time. The red flags are always there. That's just What's, the way. Yeah. What's an example of a red flag? To both um, of you. I mean, obviously, I mean, so, so, so that's super subjective because it's up to the person and you got to know what your red totally flags different. are. But we yeah. always say on this podcast, you got to know your nose, right? You got to know what you're not okay with because if somebody keeps doing something that you're not okay with, that's a red flag. Yeah. And if you find a way to make an excuse for that red flag, you only have yourself to blame when these red flags become a greater issue. Absolutely. And for me, I can speak for mouse too. The biggest first red flag is knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. If you know you're not ready for a relationship or you know you're not ready to open up to somebody, to be with somebody in any way, shape, or capacity of anything, then there'll always be red flags. And there'll be the small ones, like Mal said, that shouldn't, mm. be, that shouldn't even be an issue in a relationship, but it'll get you frustrated because you're not good with yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if, if this quarantine didn't show you anything about yourself, you don't need somebody else to, to hop in your life. You're just going to confuse and make shit worse. Yeah. That's so like if you're not in the good mindset, in the good headspace to be with someone, yeah, if, you're going to make, you're going to create red flags. Absolutely. If you're a negative person and every little thing makes you upset and angry, what makes you think one person is going to change that about yourself? All right, Ryan. All right, Ryan. Keep it cute. My fault, my fault. I didn't mean to talk about you too much. Keep it cute. You're getting getting crazy. (laughs) That's so true, though. No, it's true. When I was younger, I was low-key obsessed with 
masturbating. Like I was that little kid who was a chronic masturbator. And I'm so sorry to my parents if they're listening right now, but that's just the truth. Like I was obsessed with it. And finding porn online was really hard to come by. So I used to read these stories from like these random forum blog things. And I was obsessed and like would masturbate to these stories. And I feel like now that I'm a grown adult, I was looking for something similar to this, but I really couldn't find it. And then this amazing company fell into my lap And you've heard me talk about it, but Dipsy is actually my chronic masturbating childhood dream. And essentially, it's an audio app full of short, sexy stories that are designed to turn you on. It's literally like an adult bedtime story, but you masturbate and you hopefully have an orgasm and that helps you sleep so much better. Each story features characters that are like real people and like immersive scenarios. So you actually feel like you're right there. And you're the one like hooking up with your soccer coach or whatever your story is that you're into that day, that week, whatever. Um, And it's really amazing. It's really easy to listen to. So if your partner goes to bed and you want to masturbate, just pop in your AirPods. If you, you know, want to masturbate when they're right next to you or when you're completely alone, same kind of deal. It's really wonderful. And you can learn more about yourself based on what you're interested in, which is really cool. Because I love you and I want you to chronically masturbate like I do, you are getting a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash Acme. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash Acme. Check it out. You don't want to miss this. You will love these stories. So go to dipsystories.com slash Acme now. Somebody said, okay, this is like an age old question that people always ask. And I feel like I know the answer personally, because I'm like, very traditional, I have a set of rules. But somebody said, are they, are they really a bad texter? Or do they just not want to text you? Both, both. You got to depends on the situation. No, it depends on the situation. You know that mouse. Yeah, there's certain people we talk about this all the time. There's certain people that will text us. And we're so excited that that we just look at our phone and we're like, yo, they really text us. Like, and we, we text back right away. But there's also a situation where that person texts you and, and you're honestly really, really busy. And you know that if you like that person so much that the text message or the, the phone call won't be as important as it should be when you really have that time. Like, I'll look at a message and somebody that I really, really want to text back, text me, but I know myself and I want to, with that person, I want to put so much thought and effort into me getting to know about their day and what's good, like what's going on in their life that I just don't want to send a simple like, hey, my day's okay. How's yours? Like, I really, I really want that person in my life in a sense. So it's but different. Then, but then you text them later. Like, it's not like you don't respond because you're so not, overwhelmed with no, wanting to say the right thing. That's not true. Because then you got, right, you, you got to account for the rest of our day. I, you know, I could, you know, this has been my life for the past five, six years. So I can only speak to that. Ryan, Ryan and Mac, the same thing. So, you know, if you do text us, yeah, we super excited, but, you know, you got to also give credence to our day, our schedule. Like right now, I mean, obviously COVID is crazy. And so everybody's kind of like piped down, but like when outside is open, like I'm literally out of town four days a week. I'm in town when I'm in town. So you say on like a regular, on a regular week, I come back in town, I'm in town for three days. I got to make sure I record with guys next door. We got to make sure we do four episodes. Then then I got to make sure 
I am a father. I got to make sure I t- I'm, I'm taking care of my kids. I got to make sure I'm doing all these other things. I literally might not text you back, but if you really real, if you serious, you going to reach out just like I will. Right, so you- but, but I think you guys are talking about someone texting you. I'm saying that if you're into somebody you're going to text them. Like you're going to initiate that conversation right, with right. them. But we, oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we're definitely going to send that text, but just don't look at it as an indicator of how much we like you. If we don't text back immediately, or if you got to double text us, like just, you know, what? the schedules get crazy. But I would on never the other double hand, text. But on the other me hand, look, me neither. Neither. I'll be saying that I, shit, but me neither. No, I say, I say I never double text until it comes down to that one person. And it's like, damn. But sometimes, you know, your partner or, you know, the person you're talking to. And you know they're very busy. If I know you're very busy, and yeah. it wasn't like now, if I say something important and you don't text me back, then I'm probably not gonna ever text you again. But right. if it's something like minor, like the answer to something, and I expect you to text me, then I might double text with a question or something just because I know you're busy. But on the other hand, so, ladies, sometimes it do mean he's not that into you. Like, yeah, there, there are does. signs. There are signs to that. That it is like, does. man, like he really don't like me because at the end of the day, you make time for what you want. And if you really yeah. want that in your life, whether it be a job, a woman, or somebody, a guy, or whatever it is, you're going to make time to look at that phone and look like, I'll be real, my phone's on silent all day. Literally. Yeah, me too. Me lit- too. Literally. No, not- no notifications, no call, no, only thing that goes off is an alarm on my phone if I set one. But I mean, I have notifications, but it's always on silent. I feel like who, whose phone isn't on yeah, silent these days? You can That's ask like sociopathic. Friends, you can ask my friends. I'm amazing with my phone. Yeah. Like, so, if somebody texts me, I, I'll know it just because I'm always in my phone. I just don't want to hear a ding, ding, ding all day. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, cool that's fair. That. That's fair. So you guys are both 31. Another thing that comes up a lot on the podcast and people are curious about is like, when do men, if at all, because it's not necessarily something that people always do these days, start thinking about marriage? Uh, we actually have been having these conversations the past couple of days. Marriage, in my mind, it's not. A, there's not a time stamp on it. It's just what you've been through in your life in the past that that have made you ready for that moment. Um, I can speak for us. We've all had pretty fast upbringings. We've all been around a lot of stuff that a lot of people haven't and might not never be around. So for us, it's. I'm at a point in time where if I find the one and everything is good, then I'm fine. Like I'm good with that. Like I'm ready to to settle down. But then on the other hand. It's like, I'm not even at the peak of my career. So who knows where I'm going to be and who I'm going to be around again and again and again. So um, I feel like it's, it's what's going on in your life and how you were raised and what you were raised around. Me, Mouse, and Mac have a lot of opportunities to be around a lot of distractions. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of it's kind of sets our mind in a different way. And not for nothing, a lot of these uh, women out here at this point in time are uh, not the best thing for me. <laughs> and it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just a dangerous position. The way I see uh, them work around celebrities and all types of stuff in my line of work is kind of crazy. Yeah. So like the women that are in your extended circle are not marriage material is what you're saying. Yeah. And Mouse, what about you? How do you think about marriage? Um, the way I, so, so I'm the only person on the um show who has previously uh, been married. Mm-hmm. I think I was ill-equipped to be married at such a young age, but it wasn't the wrong person. How that, old were you when you got married? I was 22 or 23. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, I think I was super ill-equipped. I think there was some things, some generational curses that showed themselves. You know, I, I come, I'm, I'm a, I'm a storied past, right? I come from a lot of shit, you know? Um, and then I come from a lot of shit that I don't know about just because my mom and my uncle were adopted. So I don't know any of the, you know, things from that side of the family that may plague or that I would have to deal with. So, right. you know, I, I, I kind of just found the love of my life. And I mean, when I seen her, I knew that was going to be my wife. Like I knew that I said that to my, I was like, Oh, wow. That's going to be my wife. I'm going to marry this woman. And I did. And then I, I did not do any work to be a husband or be a better person. So I, I love the, I love the thought of marriage. Mm-hmm. I don't know how practical it is for me to be married though. Right. That's interesting because the other day somebody asked, we do these poll questions on our Instagram and someone was like, do you think guys know immediately if they want to marry a girl or like take a girl seriously in a hetero situation? Um, so I guess that answers I think it. They, yeah, I, I think, I, I think it's different for every guy. I think that that girl, that woman is going to be the one you know it about. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. There's somebody for everybody in my mind. Yeah. And it's like, the one that I see that's like, uh, I can't really take you seriously. I might know somebody that'd be like, oh my God, this is the perfect woman for me. So it's all, like Mal said, it, it, it just all depends on who you are and what you're looking for. Do you guys have a one that got away? Me. I'm always the one that got away. <laughs> Never. Nah, but I, I don't think I, I had the one that got away yet. Mm-hmm. I, hope I, I hope I never have the one that got away and I hope I just keep her. Yeah. But I don't, to, to nah. As far as a relationship goes, no, I don't think there was one that got away. Yeah. What about you, Mouse? I'm believing that the story's not done. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the, the story's not done. The story may, at the end of the day, story may not look like how we pictured it, but it's, it's, it's those, those pages are still being written, right? The one yeah. that got, um, and I guess you know, as as anti-love and pessimist as I may come off, I think in that instance, I'm uh, when it comes to like true love and things of that nature, and true like dedication to a person. I think I'm I'm very much a, a, a hopeless in that in that instance yeah let's talk about the friend zone for a second um, <laughs> so what are some signs that a guy might be trying to backtrack and put you in the friend zone like after having pursued you on a date like how could you tell he call you sis <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like yo he call when, you- when, when y'all in public he'd be like yo what up sis that's that's definitely that's definitely one damn i'm trying to figure out how i put people in the friend zone i mean when messages start turning into hey i want to see you and and it's like ah (laughs) yeah but I'm busy or, oh yeah, we having a party you could come through. When you're right. like, no, nah, let's go to the movies. Like, nah, When it's I like really group, don't. when you turn things into group hangs, like, yeah, we should everything all is hang hangs. out tomorrow night. Yeah. It's like, yeah, what you doing after this? Oh, I'm going home. Or if they're just, honestly, if they just, if they, if they just start telling you a lot more information than they told you before about what's going on in their lives. Ooh. Like they're telling you about other, like if if you start talking to them about other relationships or like other girls. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yo, I met this girl. She's amazing. She's dope. Um, you have, or or, the biggest one is, is they ask for gift, uh, recommendations. 
Like, yo, I'm getting somebody a gift. What, what would you like from your partner? Because I'm trying to get somebody. Something. Oh, that is cold. That is stone cold. But it's true. But it, it, but it's cold, but it's still, you're still my friend. I still want right, your advice. Right, and, right. And, and nine times out of 10, niggas don't even know they're doing it. Yeah, we don't. Like, it's just a conversation. Because yeah. we, already, we already put you in a different place in our mind. Yeah. Right. It's not hard for a guy. It's not, it's not rocket science for men. Yeah. For, for women, it's more like, if I'm going to put him in the friend zone, but now nah, he's a really good guy and he treats me well and he does this. He just doesn't have this, but maybe I can turn him into this. With a guy, it's like, nah, I'm good. Why turn- do you think that is? Like, why do you think women are yeah. so like uh, optimistic about- women are, was- women are natural nurturers. Fact. And y'all are very strategic about what y'all do. Society, yeah. has, society has y'all believing I got to raise us. So um, I don't think y'all look at anything as a, a as a lost cause because initial, innately society has inbred y'all to believe that you guys uh, nurture and fix everything. So if you see a broken a broken birdie, you don't you don't pay attention that this is a full grown eagle. You looking at him as this is a little little freshly hatched birdie who needs his wing needs the wing fix. No, this is an eagle who as soon as you try and put that touch that wing, he gonna peck the shit out your ass. That's yeah. that's and those a are, very those are the important red flags. Uh, comparison and analysis. And those are those are the red flags. Women, well, I won't say just women, but in this situation, women don't see. Like there are certain red flags to getting put in the friend zone. That if you don't want to be in the friend zone, you should have seen those flags a long time ago. Yeah, but like, so is there anyone that you're friends with right now? Like any female, you know, friend of the desired gender that you would want more with that you haven't pursued? Um, no, not right now, no. Nah, not right now. Uh, there's someone in my life that is just a friend, mm-hmm. but we both but we both know we want it to be more. We just don't know when. Yeah. So, so it's kind of actually doing what everybody should do in ha- being in a relationship, which is finding your best friend first. Right. And then figuring out the rest of the stuff later. But I don't think in a sense of she does, like there's nobody in my life that doesn't know that I like them, but they're just my friend. Cause the hardest thing for men to do is, is be friends with a woman that they're sexually attracted to. Agreed. So I, I feel like with, with, with us, we're very blunt, especially with us being Aries or just us being us. We're very blunt about what we want and what we see. Right. Like you, so you I, don't, I don't, yeah. I don't want to be six months down the line. You'd be like, yeah, well, I told you we'd just be friends. We're like, nah, I want you to know from day one, I'm, I'm feeling you and I'm fucking with you. Right. Now, if we're just friends until we figure out what this can be, cool. But don't bro me down the line because this is not what I asked Right. For. That's why I feel like when women reach out and they're like, how do I take things to the next level with a friend? I'm like, no, you would know if he was interested in you already. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, 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 that's not true. Like Ryan said it. I don't think it's hard for men to be friends with a woman that they're sexually attracted to because it's innately, I think everybody is somewhat attracted to the people around them for whatever reason, right? Might be a humor that attracts them, might be your looks, right? Some people, I, I, I can't be friends with no ugly people, especially women. I just, I'm, I'm around you too much. I'm going to crack jokes. You're going to hate me. I can't really be friends with no ugly people. <laughs> but um, it, I think it's more difficult for a man to be friends with a woman he has feelings for because that is when you get into that space where men typically are not as straightforward as we would if we were just sexually attracted to you. If we're sexually attracted to you, we, we're going to try and throw it out there. We're going to try and bait and see, oh, she's going to let me hit. No, all right, I, I'll chill out then. But if you got feelings, 
Men already got a problem being vulnerable, let alone that fear of rejection because you think that she might not feel the same exact way. So if I'm the woman, the woman, now obviously this is all hyperbole, but I, I do think the women have a higher chance of going after a guy or making it known that they feel about a friend. Even if she gets rejected, I don't think it would be, fr- I don't think it would be difficult for him to be friends with her still after that. Yeah. I think, I, I think women, y'all, y'all got to take ownership, man. Y'all got to take ownership. It's 20. So you think women shot. should shoot their shot with their shoot guy the friends? Fucking shot. If you know, the worst thing can happen is no. And, and he's not even going to think about it. Nick, we don't think like that. We're not going to be like, oh, now she made it weird. We're going to be like, oh, that was weird. Uh, then in two days, yo, we going out. Or in two days, yo, it's lit. I'm, I've been waiting for you to say this. Like, let's get to it. But what if like, what if a woman shoots her shot with a guy friend and he has sex with her because like he knows that he can now, you know? And then that's all he kind of like wanted from her. And then it's like, you can't really be friends because she wants. Is that really, is that really a friend if he did that? Because that sounds like, you know, he lied. That sounds like. True. Is that really a friend? True. And you got to do your research. If you think you, you, you're falling in love with your friend. Have that conversation before you open your legs up. Yeah. Like you got, you have to put, you have to, at that time and that point, you have to put your heart on the table or whatever it is on the table and just, and just be real. Like, I feel like that's the best thing, but like with me and my guy friends is we're so honest and blunt about the situation. It's either you like us or you don't, but at least you'll, there's never a gray area. Yeah. You'll never be confused about our feelings because it's like, I'm telling, if you ask the questions, this is a male's thing. If you don't ask, he's not going to tell. Right. Like if you go into the situation and you and you ask the questions that that you want to be answered, he'll he'll answer them. And if he doesn't answer them with the truth, then you know that's not what it is for you. Right. But don't just automatically like, yo, I like you. Like, oh, Rird, you like me? Because the first thing a guy's gonna think is if he's attracted to you, yes, we're gonna have sex. But go go deeper than that. Like, look, if we have sex, will it will it mess up our friendship? Where are we gonna take it to the next level? Are you interested in me on that playing field? And if he's not, then don't do it. I think that's great advice. Like you have to ask the question you're afraid of instead of just doing the thing that you think he wants and not actually asking about stuff down the line. I have one more exactly. question for you guys and then we're going to do some rapid fire poll questions. So Mouse, when you were talking about like how women try to, you know, like fix the bird or whatever it is with the wings, mm-hmm. do you feel like, or it sounds like you might feel like women are more likely to settle? Wow. Okay. And I love this conversation, right? Because it brings perspective, right? Women are more likely to settle. Men settle more. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. Men settle more because men don't do the work to know who they are. Mm, That's that's major. So yeah. So when I say that, so I've been saying that for years and it always causes like a visceral reaction from women. And then we kind of I don't argue. I look to share and exchange ideas, right? So I had to realize that I had to put that last part of the caveat in there, right? Because it's not women's fault. And especially when we're having these conversations, we're typically having conversations with Black women who already face a different set of societal standards on top of dating, right? So when I say that, I'm not blaming women, right? If a man settles for you, it's not your fault. It's his fault because he don't know he's settling. He just and how, for, how would he know? Because of therapy? Because what kind of work um, can he do to know? That, uh, sure, right? Let's say therapy. Therapy is one tool.
tool. Um, I do think we're in a space where we're leaning a little too hard on therapy. Um, it's, it seems like it's being pushed down people's throat and maybe, you know, there's no one all fix it all for everybody. Right. But, you know, if you do think therapy will work for you, go try it out. I tell people all the time, don't waste the therapist's time though. Right. If the therapist is out here giving you all these great informational tidbits and helping you and you're not using any, you're just saying I'm going to therapy and you're the same, stop wasting that therapist's time. But you could do the work by just like, you know, taking a moment to, you know, shut everything out and start looking at who you are or start looking. You got to stop letting life live you and live life. Right. A lot of times life is just happening around men and we're just like, whoa, all right, getting money. Uh, All right. And life is happening and you're not taking a moment to think about what's happening. Right. You're not taking a thing. You're not taking a moment to realize that. Wait, I just went and got these sneakers two days before they came out. And I don't feel the same way that I felt five years ago when I went and got these sneakers two days before they came out. Two ye- five years ago, I felt like the man. Five years ago, I'm I'm posting on Instagram, looking at the bottom of the sneaker. But today I'm just like, did I really need that pair of sneakers? When am I going to wear these pair of sneakers? Right? Think about that. Five years ago, you were guided by lust. You were guided by where the bitches at? Where the bitches at? Yo, we'll ride. Where the bitches at? Right. But five years today, a nigga hit you, Ryan might hit me and be like, Mouse, where the bitch is at? And I'm like, I'm in the crib, son. I'm, I'm really enjoying being in the crib right now. I ain't, I ain't coming outside. That's, you start realizing that, right? So now you start, now how did that work into a relationship? You start realizing, okay, five years ago, this would have got me, I would have been happy with this. But five years, this don't, this don't make me happy. So getting in touch with what truly makes you happy. That's the only way, that's, that's the only way you're going to make anybody else happy is if you're a thousand percent you. I can't yeah. make you, I can't keep you happy if I'm not a thousand percent me. Right. If I'm putting on a face every day, somebody's going to take the L here. It'll work for a little bit of time, but not, not longevity. Have you guys ever been guilty of settling in a moment at least? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. How'd you realize that you were? I, I kind of knew over it. Yep. Yeah, I knew. I knew entering it, I, I was. What were you settling for? And Ryan, I want to know your answer too. Um, me personally, I was settling for companionship. I got tired of watching all my friends be in relationships. I got tired of, you know, you never want to be the old guy in the club, and you know that that even though I'm not obviously, but it still felt like that because we would all have these glorious moments, and we're like, ah, life is lit, and I'm on stage. And I'm watching my friends on the side cuffed up and I don't have nobody to walk to. I don't have nobody telling me good job. I don't have nobody to tell me, oh, I like when you I like when you went from this and had them singing this and then did this. I didn't have that. And you wanted like a support. And I wanted to I also want to know I was human because there was a long time I didn't feel human. There was a long time I felt very robotic. I felt very. What's the word? Unattainable. I felt I felt unattainable. I felt like I was in like a museum where like I was just meant to look at and not touch. Mm. And what about you, Ryan? I've definitely settled. Um, I won't necessarily say I knew from jump that I was settling, but learning that person and and how they we didn't mesh in certain situations that were very big for me were just like, damn, like 
yeah, this is a lot. Like Mouse, Mouse was Mouse can attest. Like he he saw a part of my life where I settled for somebody. Not saying I didn't love them, because I did, but it was just where I was. It wasn't enough for me. And at that time, I needed somebody. So it was like coming out of a long relationship earlier and not having anybody, another, another friend who was just always the single friend after that long relationship. Everybody's always happy. Everybody has somebody to uh, confide to and, and all that good stuff. Then it was me who, who was the life of the party and always traveling and this, but it's like, of course you want to share that with somebody. So I opened my arms up to somebody and say, open their arms up to me. Obviously it wasn't like a one-sided thing, but, um, I started to slowly realize that you have to be happy with yourself on everything that you do. And the person that I was with wasn't happy with themselves. Yeah. So that, that ultimately brings everybody's mood down in certain situations, mostly all situations. So I couldn't live that. And that person just didn't have, I guess like their life just wasn't on the same track as mine. Right. And I needed somebody and I need someone who who completely understands what I'm going through as well as what they're going through as well. It sounds like with both of you guys, it was like kind of sort of had to do with what your friends around you had been doing at the time, which is interesting because it's like if you're like if you find someone and all their friends are single, like, is that a red flag? Because like they're not about to even consider no, 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 I think there. Oh, so men and women's biological clocks are different. Women's have women have a biological clock um, that ticks when it comes to having a baby. Men have a biological clock that you hear ticking when you start seeing that we all all men want compassion. All men want to be vulnerable. We want to be in somebody's arm. We want to lay our head in a bosom and be told, I got you, babe. I, we want we all want to come home from war. Close the door and just coddled, right? And essentially, we think it's impossible because we can't. We, I mean, we, you know, we're creating a space now, but essentially, that's not the topic we're having in the the group chat. It's yo, I can't believe yo, I, I'm not, I'm not talking to this bitch over all. You talking to this bitch? Oh, that's crazy. It, we're not having the moment where we're like, yo, bro, like, I was, I was lonely last night, bro. Like, I, I felt right. like I, I went to bed by myself, long or. Or we don't have the conversation. Perfect example. We might have the conversation like, yo, guess who coming through? Right, right. We we never have the conversation like. It's like a know, highlight reel in the group right. chat. It's like, and, and so really what guess who's coming through is really, to me, guess who really coming through really to me says, yo, guess who can't be alone? Right, right. Guess who can't exactly. be alone? Exactly. That's who can't so be alone wise. Tonight. Yeah. Guess who no. can't be alone tonight? It's so true. My my boyfriend, one of my boyfriend's friends just got out of a relationship and they all like hung out. And I was like, did you talk about, you know, this person's recent breakup? And he was like, no, like they right. didn't talk about it at all. If one of my friends had just been, had just had a breakup and we were all together, we would talk about her breakup the entire night. They didn't talk about it once because like the guy probably didn't want to, you know, bring nah, up it, anything negative yeah well, that's not what we do we we like i say yeah you guys are the fixes we we uh you know we 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 get over or not even get over we move on and y'all 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 fix so yeah you know it's a fundamental difference right okay but, we're doing some rapid fire questions here these are just yes or no's don't explain your answer if you can help it gotcha. is it okay for a guy or for your boyfriend or partner to follow porn stars on instagram no <laughs> Ryan is thinking about this. Yeah. Okay. 
Are you fully groomed or just trimmed? Like fully bare? Fully bare. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I'm in the the transitional stage right now. (laughs) (laughs) Would you be offended if your partner took an edible without telling you when you were together? Yes. No. Fucking, Um, I'm not trying to babysit. (laughs) Have you ever re-gifted something? Yes. I'm about to do it again in two weeks. (laughs) Anyone who says no is lying. Would you date someone who regularly uses hard drugs? No. No. Um, Get the the fuck away from me, Rick James. (laughs) (laughs) If you are pursuing someone with the intention to date them, do you care what their private parts look like? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. If you're single, have you, if you're single, have you been going on fewer dates right now? I guess because we're in a pandemic. Yeah. I guess. True. But maybe, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Red flag or deal breaker. The person you're dating has a fake Instagram, like a private Instagram that they don't let you follow. Oh, red flag. Get out of here. Deal breaker. Is it a red flag though, or is it a deal breaker? Both red Both. flag and deal breaker. You gotta go. Beat it. Mm. Gotta go. Same same call. Okay. Are Kim and Kanye going to divorce in the next year? Yes or no? None of my business. Um, I say I say not the next year, but they will. Your significant other, you live together. Mentioned that they've gone back and listened to the Alexa searches on their parents' Alexa. They spend a lot of time out of town and you're worried they listen to your conversations because you have an Alexa in your apartment. Bring it up or let it be? Throw out Alexa. <laughs> just, I'm just throwing it out. Like, yeah, just go get Apple TV. We, gonna, we just going to shut that down <laughs> right now. We're going to throw that shit out. <laughs> Unplug day, Alexa. Your college football team is in a New Year's Day bowl game. You're spending the weekend with your partner's family. They don't watch sports. Is it okay to request that they turn on the game and tune out from them for a few hours? Yes. Yep. Facts. And last but not least, you're with your new partner. A name pops up that you don't know of like someone of their desired gender. They get defensive and say they're just friends. Are they telling the truth or is that sus? I'm out. I don't care if you're telling the truth. Where they smoke this fire, I'm out. It's sus. And all sus, that defense, right? yeah, all that defensive shit gets you gets you out of here. Yeah. Agreed. Stay, stay calm. So, guys, we stay usually calm. end the podcast with a quote or piece of advice that you could leave our listeners with. Um, whichever one of you thinks of it first, go ahead. Go ahead, Guru Ryan. We'll we'll end with this. If uh, if you're wondering about if if you go to the bathroom, your significant other goes to the bathroom and they left their phone out, please do not go to their phone. But if you do. Go to that podcast app mm-hmm. and download Guys Next Door. Mm-hmm. Send us a, a follow, mm-hmm. a comment, and, uh, you know, we, d- we just really appreciate it because um, we give out all the gems there. Mm-hmm. But, if, but if you do go into those messages, just remember the good shit is in the group chats. Always <laughs> in the group chat. <laughs> wow. And Mouse? Uh, I would like to say, and I quote, Sexy little bitch, sexy little hoe. Like the way you walk, <laughs> love the way you talk. <laughs> let a young nigga complain <laughs> your throat, deep throat, your throat to make you choke. Throw baby. Oh, baby. I'm trying to buzz it to you. Throw baby. That, you yeah. guys are great vibes. Where can everyone find you, follow you, and listen to your podcast? Uh, you can follow us at Guys Next Door Pod. Guys Next Door Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You could we on YouTube, Guys Next Door Pod. You can subscribe to the Patreon. 
Guys, next door pod, follow me, Mouse Jones on Instagram and Twitter, Fly Rye on Instagram, Mac Wilds on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, Guys Next Door Pod each and every Monday and Thursday. Uh, Guys Next Door every Monday. Guys Next Door Nosy Neighbors every Thursday. Love it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you.